Hello there, you're listening to Linda Pinizzato at the Hayes FM here in Mississauga. So many things happening. We're all in the midst of elections right now. And of course, I am sure that every one of you out there are sitting back and thinking, what do I do? Not only at a provincial level, but let's take a look at our own city right now, the city of Mississauga. Today, I'm very fortunate. I have the pleasure of introducing Steve Mahoney, and he is a candidate in the mayoral election of the city of Mississauga. So I'd love to welcome you to the show, Steve. Thank you, Linda. Great to be with you. Oh, absolutely. Well, I have to tell the audience, last week I was actually at a Port Credit breakfast meeting. That was actually, I had a chance to meet you, Steve, and uh, hear a lot about your platforms and your history and all of the involvement. Man, your your family (laughs) has been involved in politics for so many years. Well, that's true. And actually, what we didn't even discuss is my father was a politician for 26 years. When uh, I was growing up, he was a labor politician as the national director of the steelworkers in Canada and uh, was what you would call a big dog in the labor movement. Uh, So as a young boy, I used to drive the getaway car when I was old enough to get a license and go to events with my dad. So I guess the political bug kind of got planted into my DNA right at that point. Uh, never, <laughs> it sounds ne- like it. <laughs> ne- never really for the labor politics, although I have many friends in the labor movement. But uh, I, of course, uh, ran for the, and was elected as a liberal uh, a couple of times. That's amazing. Well, you know, when I looked at your biography, it says 35 years. So mm. now we got to go even further back, <laughs> especially if you were a young boy and being involved at that early stage. Well, yeah, interesting. There's a book that's just been released in Sudbury called The Raids. And I didn't realize what was going on. I was 16, and I was driving my dad uh, and a couple of his buddies and we, or his compatriots, if you will, up to Sudbury. And the steelworkers at the time were were raiding Mine Mill, which was the other union. And by a raid, they go in and steal their members. Oh, because, really? Yeah, because it's worth a lot of money. And it was very violent. It was quite incredible. So this book has been released, and I just heard about it. I was there and. Uh, in the days when uh, when they had literally physical fights, they tried to assassinate my father twice. Oh my uh, goodness! Didn't succeed. It was really quite violent. Then when I ran for leader in 1991, just to jump ahead a little bit, I went to an all candidates meeting in Sudbury, and there were three guys sitting in the front row wearing mine mill jackets. And when they stood up, they were so big that the lights went out. <laughs> and they walked up to the podium and they say, we remember your old man, you blankety blank blank. Oh, geez. <laughs> and how times have changed today, yeah. haven't they? <laughs> well, they have, although there's still a lot of issues you know? in the labor movement. But uh, I never did uh, join that side of politics. I wound up running for city council, of course, in 1978. Well, exactly. As a matter of fact, you know, when I was looking at your bio, public service, I mean, nearly a decade ago, you chaired the city's key planning committee. Yeah, for seven years, actually. Really? Um, And uh, so I was elected. I first ran in 76 and didn't win. Young upstart and the people in the community came to me and said, you know, we don't know who you think you are running, and we don't know anything about you, et cetera, et cetera. Why don't you get involved? So I joined the ratepayers group. In those days, in Aaron Mills, it was called Tempo, which stood for the Aaron Mills People's Organization. They called it Tempo because to spell it all out as the Aaron Mills People's Organization sounded like some communist group, and they didn't like that. So, <laughs> so I became the president of Tempo, and a group of five women who were referred to as Stevie's Angels 
took over my life. Oh, really? And they ran my <laughs> political campaign and helped me get elected in 78, the same year mm-hmm. Hazel became mayor. Oh, isn't that something? Yeah. So, you know, it, it's interesting because I actually moved into Mississauga in 1976 and was working in atomic energy. And then I went into real estate in 1979. So having been in Mississauga, I was here during the derailment and, yeah. you know, everything that went down at that time. You know, it's interesting because there's been so many substantial changes in our city from that time moving forward to 2014. So you've been very active in the midst of all of it, really. Well, we have been. And in fact, uh, one of my opponents is criticizing that, saying that we want to make this a family business because my wife, of course, has been on council for 23 years. She's retiring and our son, Matt, is running in Ward 8. So uh, they somehow see that as a pejorative situation or a negative situation. I frankly openly admit it's a family business. It's what we've done in our family to help build Mississauga. And my son's uh, campaign slogan will be very simply, the commitment continues. And uh, that's how we feel about it. Our family has been very much involved. We moved here in 1969, Linda, before mm-hmm. Mississauga was Mississauga. We moved into Aaron Mills in 76 and bought our first home after having rented some uh, an apartment and some homes in other parts of the city for a few years. Katie and I had three boys, all born and raised in Mississauga, and we now have six beautiful grandkids, once again, all born and raised in Mississauga. So this is our city, this is our town, and we're very proud of it. Well, you know, it's funny that when I look at that comment, I have to make my own comment. You know, as a matter of fact, I have three sons as well, and, uh, you know, they were born you know, here and since 1980, we've lived in the city, you know, all those many years later, and we absolutely love the city of Mississauga. They were very heavily involved and still are involved in hockey. Mm. And them being involved created it to become a family commitment because that's what it was. I wasn't going to drop my children off at the arena and say, bye, I'll see you later. So when you're involved in any type of, whether it is politics or you're involved in hockey or anything that takes up a lot of your time, If your family is not involved with you, I really question whether or not you could have a good family environment with one another because it takes up so much of your time. It would be impossible. There's just only a certain amount of hours in a day. Well, no, I think that's true. And uh, we've been blessed that our family has been involved. Uh, This campaign for mayor um, is between my wife and I, our 23rd election campaign. When our son declares, uh, it'll be our 24th election campaign as a family. So I just don't see how that's a negative. I just think it's such a positive. We, too, by the way, were very much involved in hockey and in other sports. Mm-hmm. Um, I led a baseball team uh, in the, uh, it would have been 1985, over to Japan, uh, Korea, and Taiwan of uh, 14-year-olds to play ball. We were billeted because Mississauga has a twin city in Japan called Carrier City. We billeted and stayed with the families in Japan. We fundraised and came up with $60,000 to pay for the kids and the trip and the uniform and everything. And then in 1987, I, uh, I was the head coach of the Mississauga North Stars, and I took that team over to Germany and Switzerland to play mm-hmm. hockey. And then in 1989, I was the head coach of the Mississauga Jets, and we took that team over to Finland, Sweden, and Bulgaria. And we were known as the Caniff Jets because Iggy Caniff was our major sponsor. And by the way, Iggy Caniff happens to be one of the honorary chairs of my mayoralty campaign. And I'm pretty proud of that. 
Really? That's excellent. Well, you know, it's uh, it's funny because the boys, my older son actually played for the North Stars at oh, really? one time. And then, of course, continued on with the Missaga reps, right. you know. But again, you know, you're, you're talking about, you know, the, it's an interesting comment that we're having right now. Because in one sense, you talk about the political side of yourself, the family side. And then the other side, of course, is being involved with uh, athletics and things for children and your own children. But, you know, other children, because it's not just about, it's not, when people are coaching, you know, it's kind of an interesting thing. I've been through it for so many years is that, sure, granted, there are people out there that have their own children on the team, and you get into that whole other ball of wax of, you know, whether parents feel it's fair and whatnot. What they don't, sometimes, those type of people, they don't seem to understand how much commitment goes into having sports, being coaching, being conveners, being on the organizations. I was on the Lone Park Baseball Association. Sure. I was involved in the OBA, the MBA. Done, done it, been there, done that. <laughs> well, if it's not you know, for the volunteers... Uh, what are know. we going to do? Well, exactly right. Exactly. And, and, you know, Katie and I will be celebrating our 45th wedding anniversary on October the 11th this year, just before the, uh, f- before the election. And what's kept us uh, together, aside from our mutual love and respect for one another, has been our family, our boys and the activities, and now our grandkids. You know, it's just um, still very much part of our life. My oldest son is a head coach of the Oakville Rangers AAA Club. My uh, my middle son is uh, an assistant coach with, I forget the name of the team now, because it's uh, it's in Vaughan. It's the Vaughan Rangers. And my young boy just had his first child. She's only nine months old. <laughs> and he'll be actively involved. So oh, for sure. our family's growing, and uh, everyone is involved in community activities and doing things to help their kids grow. So it, uh, I'm, I'm proud of my family. I think uh, we've made a major contribution, and uh, we hope we're going to continue doing that. Well, you know, getting outside of all of it, I mean, there are so many things that makes family work. There's so many things that makes our economy work. Mm-hmm. You put it all together because, you know, I mean, Mississauga, we are, for many, many years, we're considered a suburban community. But now we're not. I mean, we're like over 800,000 people. We are a large city to mm-hmm. contend with. I heard a great, uh, a great term just yesterday in a meeting with some folks at Sheridan College. They said, instead of having a suburb, we need to have a hub-burb. <laughs> <laughs> and make this a hub for for sure uh, for new innovation for uh, entrepreneurship uh, and and a center for excellence for our young people to to grow and uh, and create jobs and you know uh, entrepreneurship is very important to me I've been one myself for many years being an entrepreneur doesn't necessarily mean you start your own business but you go into a job with an entrepreneurial spirit and an attitude that says I know what I've got to do to make my boss, my company, my employer, or my own business successful. I've got to work hard and I've got to be dedicated to it. So the new buzz phrase is going to be, we're a hubbub, mm-hmm. not a suburb. I love it. I yeah. think it's perfect because, you know, that mentality is coming more and more into our city. There's no question, yeah. you know, especially because we have a very large exposure. I mean, the Mississauga Board of Trade are doing wonderful. Uh, we actually had Sheldon in speaking about the uh, MBOT. And all of the wonderful benefits of being involved with MBOT through the city. So there's so many different things on that entrepreneurial spirit, self-employment, development of business, and at the same time having a wonderful community for your family and your children. A little bit set in a different way, you know, if you look at the downtown cores of Toronto in comparison to Mississauga. You know, because we do have to have our own identity, no question. 
Well, and, and we do, and for 36 years, our identity has, surf, has been really around our mayor, Hazel McCallion, who is not running again. Who's, uh, I don't think she's retiring. She's looking to do <laughs> launch a new career at 93 uh-huh. years old. God bless her. And, and that has been the identity, but now she's going to be gone. So we have a new reality uh, in post-Hazel Mississauga, and we've got new challenges. Forging ahead to create our own identity, as we're talking about, Absolutely. is going to be a key part of uh, what I intend to do as mayor. That is huge, Steve. You know, I got to say it, one small thing. It's funny. I watched the news, and I can't believe how many times the weather report comes out, talks about the Toronto weather, mm. talks about Barry. It even hits Dunville, <laughs> okay? It blows me away because I don't see Mississauga up there. So please... Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, the other this thing is, is read the... Uh, it blo- it, I can't believe it. Well, read the GTA section of the Toronto Star every morning, and you'll be hard-pressed to find any stories about Mississauga or Brampton, unless it's a scandal story in the mayor's office in Brampton or something of that nature. They just don't cover us. And uh, No, you're 100% right. Yeah, Absolutely. which is one of the great things about Hayes FM, because I know when mm-hmm. we talk here, we're talking directly to the citizens of Mississauga. And we're not having our message diluted or or interrupted or, you know, there was even an article this morning that talked about the length of the municipal campaigns and how it's too long. And, and this was in the GTA section. And they kept on saying if it was shorter, people could focus on, on the uh, Toronto municipal campaign. Every municipality in the province of Ontario is going to the polls at the same time. Exactly. So this is not the province of Toronto. And frankly, Mississauga, under my leadership, is going to demand that we uh, we get our fair share, that we be acknowledged, that uh, we're going to reach out through organizations like yours here at Hayes FM uh, and anywhere else we can through local media to get our message across and tell the people of Mississauga they should be darn proud of this city. It's a great community, and it's been it's been built with the efforts not just of Hazel. She would be the first to admit that there were uh, she didn't do it alone. But through her leadership and then the efforts of past counselors and staff have all and volunteers. I mean, without the volunteers and the volunteer base that we have in the city of Mississauga, I can tell you we wouldn't be anywhere near where we are today. I so. can totally attest to that. You know, I was the uh, government relations chair for the Mississauga Real Estate Board and a director for the Mississauga Real Estate Board for eight years. And, you know, we worked with city on, on the new legislation, the um, rules and regulations regarding second suites, any changes, the stormwater stakeholder, uh, stormwater sewer systems. Right. There's just so many things that I don't think a lot of times that people realize the context of what needs to be done at City Hall. You know, it's funny because when people think politicians and so on, they think tax dollars, saving monies, they think of... um I, I honestly, sometimes I even wonder whether they think that far. <laughs> so I think maybe, <laughs> I, I honestly, I, I created this association called the Condo Owners Association to represent condominium owners across the province. But we have a COA Mississauga. Right. So Condo Owners Association Mississauga. And we have a high density of condo owners in our wonderful city. And... Again, you know, there's been meetings with respect to what's going on in the condominium world and the development and this and that, and it's come to the forefront. But sometimes people get so caught up with what's happening in downtown Toronto. No, that's true. They don't. They don't think about it. But but, but it's Steve, not their what fault. you're saying is so correct. Yeah. We need to be out more in the forefront so that we can direct more attention for people to realize that. Excuse me, we're 17 minutes away from downtown Toronto. 
Yeah, well, it, see, it's not the it's not the fault of the people. When you've got somebody like Rob Ford dominating the media, it just it just takes everything away from everything else that's going on in other communities. And Mississauga is not alone in this with this problem. That's true. Uh, that's but true. but uh, you know we do need to impress the province of Ontario, the federal government, and others that we're here, we're alive and well, and we're kicking, and we need your help. You're so, right. So I'm going to be doing that real hard when I'm the mayor. Excellent. And that's what I want to hear. And I'm sure that that's what all of our audience out there wants to hear as well. So, you know, City of Mississauga, really, all of our listeners, pay attention. You know, we're in an election year. You've got to choose the right candidate. Today, we're listening to Steve Mahoney, who is a candidate for our mayor's position. And you're listening to Linda Finizzato. So hang tight and we'll be right back. Linda Pinizzato, she's not your typical realtor. She's your real estate counselor, teacher, and advisor. Whether it's a house, townhome, or condo, when you're ready, she's your negotiator. With 34 years of experience, Linda guarantees that you have the real estate knowledge you need to make the right decisions. Call Linda Pinizzato at Sutton Group Quantum Realty, 416-561-7373, or visit her at lindapinizzato.com Hello there, you're listening to Linda Pinizzato at the Hayes FM here in Mississauga. You know, today has been just a fascinating time of learning so much of what's going on out there. And that's what the condo expert is all about. I'll hit so many different issues. You'll notice them on iTunes and on podcast. Reporting here from the Hayes FN, you have been listening to Linda Pinizzato of The Condo Expert. Now, also remember, register yourself. If you're a condo owner or a condo buyer, register at www.coaontario.com. And also, if you've got questions, whether they're real estate related or condominium or property values, this and that, you know, I wouldn't have the uh, information I have had I not had the experience that I've received, and I certainly wouldn't have been able to start the Condo Owners Association without having this kind of a background. So contact me at Linda Pinizzato, P-I-N-I-Z-Z-O-T-T-O at C-O-A-Ontario.com or Linda at LindaPinizzato.com. Until the next time, have a fantastic day, and thank you so much for tuning in. Oh. My computer crashed. Oh no, I've got a virus. Oh, uh, no way, no internet connection. Do you need help? Call IT Mayday. 647-977-7113. ITMayday.com